Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio. And of course, on the line with me right now is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. My birthday was last month. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. Didn't I send you a present? No, you didn't send me a present. Didn't I donate something in your name? I think you sent me a tweet that said, happy birthday. (laughs) That was it. And a text. That was it. But I want to tell you something, that if I knew about these two people today and what they were doing for parties and the money they were raising for good causes, I definitely would have participated in it. Should have. On the line with us now is James Citron. He's CEO of Pledgeling and Victor Cho, who is CEO of Evite. Two CEOs on the line today, Megan. Do you believe it? Hey, Victor and James, what's happening? Hey, guys. What's happening? Wow. And you guys do sound a lot alike. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they don't look alike. No, they don't. <laughs> this is, I guess this is one of the advantages of sometimes having a video show. I listened to another podcast, Megan, in the, in the at the same time the guy's doing the audio, he's doing it on Facebook Live too. So I think we, you know, in the future when we have James and Victor on together, because now we know they're attached at the hip, we should do that. For sure. So guys, tell us about the Evite donation program and how it got started between the two of you and, and what happened with the partnership which is some pretty big stuff. Sure, this is Victor, I'm the CEO at Evite. And uh, just for your listeners, uh, hopefully everyone is familiar with Evite, oh, but there's yeah. a tiny bit of context uh, that uh, I'll set that hopefully will put this partnership in a little bit more context. Mm-hmm. So uh, I joined about a little over two years ago, and one of my core goals is to really expand the mission of the company past being just an invitation and RSVP service, which is really the Evite that everybody knows and loves. Mm-hmm. And one of the ways we're doing that is we are literally adding and enhancing functions so that Evite can be really at the heart of any face-to-face gathering. And and our, our ultimate purpose is let's get more people together face-to-face and let's make that whole process uh, effortless and much more memorable. Mm-hmm. So one of the key things that we're doing uh, along that journey is is looking at our customers to see what are they doing with invitations, right. uh, how do we make that easier? And when I joined, we actually looked we looked through uh, a bunch of invitations and we saw people were using them for donations, but it was very difficult. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were grabbing PayPal links and sticking it in, and it was just it was clear it was a lot of work. So that led us down a path of well, if we could just embed this into our experience. Uh, that would that would save a ton of energy. And so we started down the process of, well, how do we go do that? And literally opportunistically, this company, Pledgeling, came upon our radar and is, was like, oh, my God, they do exactly what we need. And they have the same underlying philosophy in terms of doing good. Well, you know, if anything from my experiment, experience at Cost Marketing Forum is, Victor, is anytime you turn around anywhere, James is there. <laughs> it's like a freaky thing. Like it seemed like, you know, whenever I was anywhere at Cause Marketing Forum and I was like, oh, I wonder if James is around. I turned around. He was right there. So I think he has that effect on people. What do you think, James? I think you're right. And I actually thought you were stalking me, Joe, because you <laughs> wanted to cover the story. That's right. I, because we have a very, a very popular Facebook Live interview 
where you and I got very cozy because of the camera I was using, and we had to really get in tight to do this interview, but it was something that just about went viral online, I think. I thought we were going to break the internet, but maybe that's the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Just to echo um, what Victor said, yeah, this is James Citron, the CEO of Pledgling. And, you know, we fundamentally believe the world is moving to an impact economy. Mm-hmm. And what Pledgling is all about is we make, make it super easy for any brand to integrate charitable giving and donations into their core business. Because what we've seen, and you see this, and we'll talk a little bit more about Evite and the, you know, really the enhancement in their core business, is when you integrate giving into your core, you create a better business, you create really strong customer loyalty, mm-hmm. And you can also leave a, a permanent impact on the world. And Victor, you know, he'll, he'll talk about this and his, and his company feels the same way, all their team. You know, at the top, CEOs have to believe in, in the cause of the mission. And what we've seen now over a year is that fundamentally, when you make it easy to give, consumers want to do it. It's good for companies and it's good for the world. I think it's so interesting that part of the rationale behind integrating donations, though, was customer usage. You were looking at what customers were already doing and trying to make that easier. Joe and I were talking a little bit before we got on the podcast today that the other thing that's really powerful about this model is that you allow people to donate how they want to donate and who they Mm. want to donate to. Can you talk a little bit about that? Maybe, Victor, you could start us off with, with that. Talk a little bit about the power of choice in when it comes to donating. I'm um, sure. And, and just a comment. So, yeah, absolutely. We use what we call VOC, voice of customer. It's one of the key engines <laughs> that drives our feature set. But I, I will add there was a second one, which uh, I run all of the businesses uh, that I've ever run with the philosophy that if you're sitting, if you've, inherit, if you've built your own business or you've inherited a business that you're managing, like myself, uh, and you have a scale lever in the society, you have a, a fundamental responsibility to turn that scale lever into some kind of social good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just a personal belief of mine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that was another key driver from my perspective, which is, you know, Eva really, you know, other than be- bringing people together, which is in and of itself great, uh, my first question was, well, yeah, we can do so much more. And then the genesis came from these customers. No, no, in terms of your uh, question, I, I think our philosophy at that point then was, well, we're not going to know all of the different cases uh, or uses or charities. Uh, and so let's let's find the company that can actually connect us to pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. So who has the biggest database? Uh, and then more importantly, and this is one of the brilliant things about Pledgling, who can actually take uh, a customer's input who says, wow, I, I don't see my charity there, but I'd like to add it uh, and give us the business process where we can add it quickly. And they do exactly that. We can literally turn around requests to add a charity, you know, within a day, maybe mm-hmm. even less, depending mm-hmm. on the situation. So mm-hmm. the, the great thing is we actually don't have to figure out all the different uh, use cases or the long tail. It's, it's pretty much all there. Yeah, but you know, one, that's one of the things I'm curious about too, Victor. Did you start out trying to do this yourself? In terms of being an online company, you guys were probably like, hey, we're wicked smart. We can figure out how to do this, <laughs> you know? And then you started doing it and then you were like, maybe we should find a partner. And of course, you turned around and James Citron was there. <laughs> no, I wish... Uh, no, I have a pretty, uh, a pretty clear mindset in terms of what's core for a business and what, uh, what requires finding kind of best in class. And if you think of the complexity of, you know, amassing a database of all the charities and figuring out what the optimal workflow is and uh, you know, ultimately putting a tip mechanism in, which we have now, 
uh, all the business process, all that back end, you know, there, there was no way we would be able to do it. So it was very clear we would we would have to go find someone. I want to talk a little bit about Pledgling and how they integrate because I'm sure if Joe and I each had, I don't know, $5 for every quote unquote integration donation platform that we saw that really actually didn't integrate, we'd be very rich people. Yeah, right we now. wouldn't have so, to do this podcast. <laughs> so, so James, I wonder if you could talk a little bit about uh, what makes Pledgling unique and special and enables a seamless donation experience with a company such as Evite? What we've done is we've tried to make it super easy. And we've built products that for the you know the tech savvy online businesses that want to use things called APIs to integrate any single nonprofit into their website, and or we've built you know a customer facing product called a web widget. And so when you go on Evite right now and you plan an event. Literally, it's two clicks. You click find my charity. You type in the first three letters of your charity and literally a drop down box is going to show it and you can pick your charity. That is it. That's Mm -hmm. the, you know, it literally takes a few seconds. And we built, you know, the whole team comes from the technology world. We've we've built and scaled a few technology companies before. And we think the, you know, the, the magic to making this work at scale is by removing the entire friction from the consumer experience. So mm-hmm. you can find any nonprofit out there. And then the second part of it is actually the donation itself. So for a lot of the nonprofits out there and who have experience with this, online and on mobile, you have to ask for the least amount of information possible and have super mobile responsive donation forms. Right. Mm-hmm. So when the consumer is on their phone and they're like, oh my God, it's Joe Waters' birthday, <clears throat> Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and he's throwing a party with a purpose to celebrate the Pats victory and Brady is back. There and you go. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for a mailing address. And we've built literally the most streamlined donation experience. It converts it 85% of the time. So when someone tries to give $5 or up to $5,000, which is the biggest donation so far, mm-hmm. they can do it literally in seconds. Wow. So those That's two great. pieces are critical. So did they? Did you white label this for Evite or do you have some type of branding on it? It's it's co-branded. So we, we at Pledgling want to be the powered by brands. Right. So this is obviously an Evite donations experience, Evite customers. It has to look and feel akin to the Evite experience that their users love. Mm-hmm. But it's powered by Pledgling, which consumers also love because they know once they donate, they actually get a tax receipt from the Pledgling Foundation. And part of our back office is we actually process all the donations, give a real-time tax receipt, and then re-grant the funds to the desired nonprofit, which is a critical piece of the infrastructure. So when consumers actually give, they know they know who Pledgling is, they know where they can get their tax receipts, they can go online and, and look at all the different donations they've done over the course of the year. Mm-hmm. So I think the, the co-branded relationship has worked really well. And then James, are you taking a percentage of that donation? The beauty of this model is it's entirely up to the user. If the user wants to give um, a tip to, to Pledgling, they can. If they choose not to, they can as well. Wow, that's extremely generous of you. James, <laughs> maybe that's a maybe that's a thought for you, Joe. You can Any, put a tip on your Pinterest boards. I like that. I, I like so you know that's interesting because when you look at other, shall we say, like crowdfunding sites and stuff like that, a lot of them charge a fee, and a lot of people expect that. But you're asking for a fee. Why did you do that? Yeah, oh, this is Victor. So I, I will say, uh, one of our one of my going in philosophies was 
that we had to find a partner that could actually enable this for 0% transaction fee, mm -hmm. uh, excluding credit card, of course, right? right. But you know, I, I'd seen so many models where people were taking three, five, seven, eight percent uh, And my take was, you don't need to do that. So you know, either we build something or we find someone that will enable a different model and Pledgeling had exactly that. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So my do take is those, those fractional percentages do make a difference. So as much they can go back into the cause, uh, the better. James, do you think that is going to be a trend in your area, in your industry, that we're going to see more sites doing that? Because there is another site that I found that did something like that. I think it's you caring, uh, does something like that, where instead of attaching a fee, they ask people to donate money. Do you see that as the future for your space? I don't know if it's the future, but I think it's a it's an underlying core trend. And the reason is, if you're transparent with your customers and your consumers... They, they feel comfortable with giving back and, and, and donating and help support your mission, right? So we are a social enterprise. We're not just a pure for-profit tech company. We also have, our own, have the Pledgeling Foundation. So because of our social mission, you know, we find consumers have no hesitation supporting us as well. Wow. That's awesome. I'm really like that. It's, it's very awesome. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think it's interesting that you call it a trend because I think there are so many companies out there that are just like, nope, this is our fee. And it's like, that's just the business model that they've come up with. And that's, that's it. And they, they're not thinking of that authenticity piece. Hmm. Um, I'm curious to know, and maybe this is a question for Victor. What have you learned about your consumers through integrating this donation? So one thing that jumps out, which I guess was a little bit of a surprise is the, the vast majority of donation dollars are flowing through birthdays. Mm -hmm. uh, I say that shouldn't be a surprise because it's our biggest single category. Uh, makes up you know a third ish uh, of our of our invitations. But at the same time, you know part of our vision was, well, this this is a great tool that nonprofits can use to raise money because they can tap into their base. Everyone in their base is going to be having parties of some kind. So it's mm -hmm. it's, it's a very easy way for them to tap into a whole new type of donation behavior as opposed mm -hmm. to just saying, Hey, please give us money. It's hey, you're already throwing a party. Hey, there's there's already consumerism potentially at play. Let's redirect some of those dollars. Right. Uh, but the fact that so many people were stepping up and giving their birthdays away, and and for us, a lot of that's kids' birthdays. So literally, this is parents giving their kids' birthdays away. Mm. Uh, to me, it was actually it was very refreshing. <laughs> Wonder if they tell their kids. <laughs> it's kind of like those. Kids might not be happy. But it's kind of like those skits you see where people eat their kids' Halloween candy. <laughs> Oh, hey, I got some bad news for you, Jimmy. You're not going to be getting any birthday presents because we, we donated all the money to, you know, uh, local no, animal yeah, yeah, shelter. It, 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 it hits personal chord for me because on uh, one of my kids' birthdays a couple of years ago, uh, I mean, I, I feel horrible, but literally they received, we forgot to say, don't send any presents. Right. And and we threw this big party because everyone, I guess the new trend is everyone needs to invite every kid in the school. Yep. Oh, yeah. And so literally our children got, you know, uh, my daughter, Jacqueline in this case, got like 40 presents and they sat in a pile past Christmas. I, they, I think they literally sat for a year uh, and it was the saddest thing. She said, I said, well, aren't, are you going to open those presents? And she said, you know, I, I can't open them because if I open one, I have to, I have to make a thank you card. So the, <laughs> oh, the incremental pain of writing the thank you card was greater than the actual gift. Uh, and that just, that was actually one of the other inputs into this, which is, God, there's got to be a better way to use these dollars that yeah. are, 
flowing around these important life events. Let's turn it into social into social good. So, right. well, you know, I think you know, it's so important too, and something that Megan and I talk about all the time. And I was just talking to a nonprofit about this today. Is the future is not about getting people to come to your events, your galas, your walks, your bike rides, your jail and bails. It's about empowering them to do their own thing. And what I love about this model is you're saying, hey. You're throwing a party anyways. Why not do it for a good cause? And I really think like that's the future of cause is that it's embedded in just about every different way in our lives. You know, I think my two interesting takeaways from the past year. So 2000 charities have benefited over the last year. Mm. This is not just, you know, the biggest nonprofits out there. Right. Mm -hmm. It is small. I like that too, James. And, you know, the fact that you can pick your own charity. And I think that's critical for people too. People don't want to support your charity. They want to support their charity. And let me ask you a question. So, Megan, what would you donate um, (laughs) for Joe's birthday? (laughs) What, what about how much? I'm putting yeah. you how on much, the spot. Yeah. How, how much, much Megan? Yeah, maybe oh, maybe geez, we'll have you Joe. write that. Maybe we'll have you write that check right after the show. As a matter, I think. Fact. Okay, okay. Here's you a good example. I, okay, Joe. Office. Joe actually did do a fundraiser for um for two people that died in my community that were killed yeah. in his community, and I yeah. think I donated a hundred bucks and I got a you t-shirt. You did. You did. I did. I did it on Booster. I did the crowdfunding there, and I raised mm-hmm. some money. So the other thing I wanted to mention that was kind has of, been kind of surprising. Average donations range between fifty and a hundred dollars, wow. which is a lot. Yeah, that's a it's lot. A, that's a lot for a four-year-old birthday party. I was going right? to say I would not donate a hundred dollars for a four-year-old. No way. Birthday party. I usually well, go. I usually go upstairs and fish around the attic, see what's left over from the Christmas presents. <laughs> so we've had thirty-eight donations over a thousand dollars, and that's multiple perfect. five thousand-dollar donations. And these are not, you know, for charity galas. These are, you know, these are parties and events and barbecues and weddings. Really fascinating. Do you have many like schools or nonprofit, you know, booster oh, clubs sort of right. sort of things? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is becoming a um a new norm and I think a big part of all the holiday um all the Holloway's school fundraisers. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see more and more literally every day. In the past quarter you know, the volume's gone up 61% in terms of total number of events. And that's before Q4, which is the biggest spike in, in events. Wow. So here's my good idea for the day. Okay. Usually Joe comes up with yeah. the wacky ideas. Here's my good idea for the day. Having two children that are in schools that are constantly asking for money and selling wrapping paper and pumpkins and whatever else to raise money. Just have the school throw a giant party and power it with Evite yep. and have people just make a donation and say, here's what we need. And then we could just donate and be done and don't have to sell wrapping I like paper that. and pumpkins. Yep, exactly. I like that. I like that. Love it. You know what I think too? Two words. Bachelor party. <laughs> Do away with no bachelor way. parties and start giving that money to good causes. To women's health. <laughs> I know how much money Megan spent on her bachelorette party. I mean, yeah. it, it was obscene, guys. So yeah, I think right. if we started using that money for good causes, I think, you know, in addition to birthday parties, bachelor parties are key for the growth of this. Joe always has to try to top my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I think, so what's next for you guys? What are, what are you going to focus on next? So we're one year out. We yeah. crossed the million dollar mark, which know, is exciting. incredible. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, uh, we just put a, a press release out and a video. Uh, our challenge to our kind of respective user bases is let's see if we can accelerate that. Can we get the next million before the end of the year? And then we're spending a lot of time thinking about 2017. You know, mm-hmm. can we get that? Can we 10 X that? Can we get that to 10 million? We think right. that's very possible if we continue to get the word out on, the ease of use, the fact that they're uh, that 
kind of your discretion at how yep. you pay someone yep. like a fledgling. So, so let me ask you, Victor, you know, we're often talking to, you know, companies on this show. How do you think companies could use this feature, this e-byte fe- feature to raise money? I mean, it may be something as easy as like encouraging people in their employees and their shoppers that when they have parties to, to do something like this. But have you seen companies use e-bytes in creative ways that could raise money? Do you, uh, sorry, question, clarifying question. Do you mean companies that are focused on a cause or just businesses? Yeah, no, it, it focused on a cause because I guess I could almost see like, what if you used an evite for like a shopping event for a business or something like that, like a retailer and stuff like that? And you want people to come in and maybe you're going to do something special when they get there, but maybe you encourage them to say, hey, you know, we're doing this for a great cause. So it'll be part of this event. Use your evite invitation to donate $5, $10 to the local food bank or something. Could they do something like that? Yeah, kind of. I, I think the way I think about the the value of this and why I was so excited about putting it in place was so if you imagine a, a an average cause based organization right. that has say a mailing list that they mm-hmm. reach and their typical model is they uh, you know I don't want to say they flog that list but they just mm-hmm. they go back to that list they say please right. give us money yes. please give us money and take it out of your pocket. Yeah. Uh, in this model, it becomes a I think a much more leveraged message and yep. it can ex, it can exponentially increase the impact of of the people on that list because the message can be hey you think our cause is amazing you're going to have a birthday or your friends are going to have a birthday please just spread the word right? here's a template that you can use here's the charity you default to on your individual instead of asking for you know $50 from someone you're saying hey let's throw a party where we can bring in hundreds of dollars yep. so it just it literally amplifies the potential for whatever consumer connection these organizations already have. You know, and I always say this too, even with companies, and I think this applies really to individuals too, is a lot of people when they go to companies, they want to go to the checkbook the company has, their corporate grants or the community foundation or what have you. And my argument is, is the money is in the employees and the customers. And the same thing is though when we go to individuals, yeah, you could get a donation from an individual, but if that individual can go out to others and reach out on behalf of the nonprofit and raise money from them, you create a much bigger pot. And I love this idea of yours because you allow people to do that. And remember, the average person who's throwing an Evite event is reaching 10, 20, 30, 50 of their closest right. friends and family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this taps into a little bit of the peer-to-peer marketing phenomenon yeah, that, that's right. that is working exactly. so well, right? Yeah. Um, and just makes it super frictionless. Well, to Joe's, to Joe's point, I think that in getting an additional company involved using Joe's example of like a local retailer who wants to make a don or ask people to make donations. You could though also match donations, right? Like Mm -hmm. you could say, you know, use this, use Evite and say, make donations and we'll match them because I do think that's powerful as well. And the other element that's super powerful is if, if you think about the fundraising process for again, the average nonprofit, uh, they have to go resell for lack of a better term every single time they need to raise money. Right. Yep. Uh, but events or a large chunk of the events that we enable are recurring events. Mm-hmm. Right? So at least part of the vision that I have in my head, uh, I would love to see this happen, is people are passionate around a cause. Like, a lot of times people are personally passionate around a cause. Maybe they had a, an ill family member or a parent. Right? And so now that's just going to become their default, hopefully, their default behavior. It's like, oh, every year I'm going to donate my birthday for yeah. this cause. And it's it's not even anything that the nonprofit has to go remind them of. It just becomes part of their their daily recurring routine. And that I haven't really seen uh, in any form in the nonprofit world 
at least at its scale. Well, see, that's what I think, too, is like the future of cause and giving, too. And I think that's why it's going to grow so much, too, is the fact that people are going to have all these different ways of giving. And it's not about always giving a lot. Sometimes it's giving a little. But if you give people the opportunity with whatever they do to support a cause, we find that people are very generous. You know, Megan and I talk about this all the time. It's not blue-blooded fundraising. It's red-blooded fundraising. It's about getting a little money from a lot of people. And I I love the fact that Evite is the gasoline and Pledgling is the fire. Good analogy, Joe. You like that? You like <laughs> that? Work. I've been thinking about that for three days. S- super three impressive. Three days I've been waiting to use that. You know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like Hillary Clinton in the debate waiting to drop a bomb. You know what I mean? So, so your podcast prep was pretty good. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Absolutely. <laughs> well, James, I knew you were coming on the show, so I had a, I had a totally raise. Yeah, I had up my game. Thank you for that. I just want to echo one thing Victor just said, which is also really important. So this is not just new donation revenue to all these nonprofits. It's also a whole, it's awareness to a whole new source of future donors. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, when Victor throws a party and invites his closest friends and he, and he picks a cause that's important to him, he's now building awareness to, to his 30 or 50 closest friends about a cause that matters. Right. So there's a new donor acquisition mechanism for nonprofits, which typically hasn't existed. And as, as we all know, consumers feel you know, much more comfortable giving to their close friends or family members' Absolutely. causes yep. than necessarily you know, the nonprofit that keeps reaching out. So what we're finding, which is fascinating, is every single month we, we reach out all the Evite donation um, payments that come in and we send them out to our thousands and thousands of nonprofits. And some of them who don't know Pledgeling go, oh my God, the money that you just sent us has huge impact. A few weeks ago, just one quick story, we got a note from someone who literally threw a, a barbecue and said, this barbecue fed six AIDS orphans literally every day, provide enough funding to feed them every day and send them to school next year. And this was just literally an email into the Pledgeling customer service. And we're like, I think we're doing something right. Victor and James, this has been so fantastic. We so appreciate you coming on and talking about your partnership. Congratulations on your $1 million milestone. And we definitely look forward to seeing where you're headed. If people want to find out more about Evite, how might they do that online, Victor? Uh, easiest thing is just come to our website, www.evite.com. And how about for Pledgling, James? Where can people find you online? So the easiest thing to do is just take out your phone and text the word pledge, P-L-E-D-G-E, to the phone number 91065, and they get a bounce back with a, a link to our site. And you can also quickly from there link in and throw a party with a purpose on Evite. Wow, that's Absolutely. awesome. I'm going to have to do that, get my own text I know. call. I'll be like, people, I'll just tell people, just text me at 042468. Hey, Joe, just for you, yep. I can make that happen. <laughs> <laughs> don't tempt him Yeah, don't like encourage that, me. Don't encourage me, James. <laughs> See, I told you, he's after me. See, it's... <laughs> You guys are a little bit too enmeshed for this episode. That's right. Absolutely. Joe, where can people find you getting collecting tips oh, online? Man. Uh, online, they can find me at Twitter, at Joe Waters. Uh, check out my blog, SelfishGiving.com. Sign up for my email newsletter and get seven great cause marketing graphics. And also, check out all those pins on Pinterest, over 4,000 cause-related pins. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm on Twitter, at Megan Strand, and 
my tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And you can find show notes for today at Cause Update as well as SelfishGiving.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or Google Play or wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of James and Victor and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio. And we'll talk to you next time. 